lights. It's seven Friday night. Welcome to our seven Friday night Thursday pick'em for week three. I'm joined by my co-host Beninos, and we'll be joined by Coach Terry Edson as well shortly. We don't advertise this as a competition, really, but there is a scoreboard that accompanies these episodes on SportsStarsMag.com. And if I were a boastful person, I might be pointing to it after last week, if. But any thoughts before we get rolling with this week's fun, Ben? Uh, Let me continue to channel my unapologetic enthusiasm here. I lost a game last week in overtime. I lost a game on a fourth quarter comeback and I lost on a lock game where I would have had absolutely zero reason to pick the outcome that actually occurred. What, what's that <laughs> saying, Chase? It's not me. It's you. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get this started. As promised, Coach Terry Edson will join us to get this party started. Last week as we left his pickup segment, Coach was considering employing a trained monkey to make his picks for him if his luck continued to spiral downward. Let's see how close we are to Coach putting the Oakland Zoo on speed dial. Well, we welcome Coach Terry Edson back to the pick show this week. And since I'm in no position to talk smack about picking games, I'll instead uh, ask you, Coach, are you surprised that Chase made it back from Las Vegas without a new tattoo or piercing and now appears to be a Raiders fan as well? (laughs) Well, the Raider fan uh, definitely surprised me. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess he's one of those uh, dysfunctional Raider fans. You know, he has to get la- – they have to leave the area and he's got to get jilted at the altar. And then he falls in love with them, which is weird. But, you know, these things happen in relationships, as you know, Ben. <laughs> Jace, I demand to know if you own a Marcus <laughs> Allen jersey. I do not. I am still a, a, a tried and true 49er fan, although my dad is a big Raider fan. So I've never not, I've never disliked the Raiders. And it was a chance to see the stadium and a chance for me to uh, spend three hours without losing money. So it sounded like a good idea. Okay. Fair. So, well, if you'd uh, gone to the horse track, you wouldn't have lost money either because you could ask me for that's picks. That's true. And you'd, be, you'd be way ahead right now, but yeah. that's all right. I should have thought of that's that. Why, that's why I'm still teaching because I do so well at the racetrack. I just <laughs> want to point that out. All right. Well, we may, I made it back. We're here. And before we get to picks, I do have sort of a Vegas slash Raiders related trivia question for you, coach. Um, ben sent me a tweet uh, from Associated Press sports writer Josh Dubal uh, this morning, which noted that there was only one remaining Al Davis draft pick that's still active in the league. Do you have any guesses who that is? Is it, let's, uh, let me take a couple of guesses. Is it Khalil Mack? No. Uh, is it Darius Hayward Bay? He, it is he played not. last year. D-A-P-P. All right, so now it's 10th he time. Played he played has... last year, though. He played last year. <laughs> did he, he, he didn't did, he? didn't he? Uh, he has Bay Area, this, this player has Bay Area ties. He has Bay Area ties. Yes. Well, it's not Maurice Jones-Drew, because he's coaching with us. So, okay. um, he didn't get drafted by him anyway. Um, Bay Area ties. East Bay. Yes. Dang. Well, it's not. I don't get Derek Carr's not old. Derek Carr's Fresno, anyways. Fresno. Derek Carr. All right, I give up. Who? It it is none other than Taiwan Jones. Oh God, from Deer Valley. Yes, 2007 graduate of Deer Valley. 
He made where's the Buffalo, Ty, where, where's he playing? He made the Buffalo Bills roster for the second straight year. So Dang he's the re- return guy for them. And special teams. I think he does right. a lot of special team stuff. He's special teams guy all the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good for him. Oh, great. Okay. That's a good one. All right. So now it's time for picks. Do I need to give you time to contact your trained monkey? No, no I'm good. <laughs> okay. I'm, I've this. I mean, I can't do any worse, so I might as well. I should have. I should just give them to my wife and tell her to pick them, and I bet you we go three and zero, guaranteed. <laughs> we go to the track, and she picks any horse that's got dance in it, and it wins all the time. So I just, I don't know why I just don't go with her. You know, her idea on this, but okay. All right, we'll start with our number ten ranked team, Vanden of Fairfield. The Vikings face their toughest test of the non-league season so far when they host Foothill of Pleasanton. Coach Greg Hobner brings his Falcons to the borders of Travis Air Force Base with a 2-0 record. Everyone knows that Vanden won a state bowl game last year, but some may have forgotten that Foothill was in the NCS Division II section final and took Camp Lindo down to the wire. The two teams played last year in Pleasanton. Vanden won 34-20. Truly a good test for both teams here. Who do you like? Well, you know, something a little-known fact about Foothill, I've talking to little birdie out there that i found some friends. you know foothill has got some um, good size this year and they're running the ball really effectively and um i think foothill uh is turning the corner a little bit you know coach hobner does a great job there i think they're going to be ready for vanden i'm just going off the, the premise too i know vanden's three and oh but um the combined record of the teams they've beaten so far are one in seven. So I'm going to say Foothill offers the first big test for them. And um, I think Foothill's going to have a good year this year. I've, I just know a couple of coaches have scrimmaged against them and they were, uh, had a lot of praise for what they saw on the field. So I'm going with that information. I'm taking Foothill. Upset. Always good. I like it. Always good. I don't always good to take the Foothill Falcons. I think yeah. consistent program. Um, so next up, we are headed to Hughes Stadium uh, this weekend, where the annual Holy Bowl pits Christian Brothers against Jesuit. Your old friend Marlon Blanton brings his Marauders in at 2-0, and and this is their first game in their own region after getting wins at Bishop Minogue of Reno and St. Ignatius of San Francisco. Which is a nice win, by the way, Bishop Minogue. That was a good win. Yeah. Christian Brothers is 2-1, and but comes in off a loss to Sheldon. Will you roll with your fellow Spartan or will you stay true to the Christian brothers? Well, if you lose to a school from the big bang theory, I just don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. Sheldon's a good program, but I'm not going against the Spartan. It's not worked one time for me. So I'm going back to the old theory, but I just think that Jesuits still at this point, has got a better football program than uh, right, right now. Is, is traditionally is doing a little bit better than Christian Brothers. You know, this is Delisle is a Christian Brothers school, so I'm tormented because I'm going against a Christian Brothers school, but I'm also taking a Christian Brothers kid in Marlon Blant in a Spartan, so I'm going with Christian Brothers. I mean, with uh, Jesuit. If uh, if Jesuit can pull off the win and Sheldon does what. Uh... We think they might this week. Then next week, you'll be confronted with another chance to pick your Leonards and your pennies on a Saturday at Jesuit in their Delta League opener. So, you know, there's Big Bang, enough Big Bang Theory for everybody. Chase, <laughs> I demand that you get the rights to the Bare Naked Ladies song for this episode. 
I just want to hear a bazinga next week. Can we get that in? Perfect. All right. All right. We wrap up in the Tri-Valley, where Elk Grove pays a visit to Danville to take on Saramon Valley. Elk Grove is one and two, but both of its losses have come against ranked teams, Granite Bay in their season That's opener. right. And Menlo Atherton last week. So, uh, SRV is one and oh. Uh, they had a bye after cruising to a season opening win over Vintage. And uh, they're two traditionally strong programs, and they play vastly different styles of football. So which way are you leaning? Well, here's the great thing about, you know, I love it. You know, coaches always say how much they love buys. You know, they like we could use the buy, you know, to put more things in, get our team ready. Do you know who hates buys, though? The players. You get nothing out of a buy. Everything thinks that buys are good. They're not. Players know they aren't, aren't playing. They come to practice with uh, less than stellar attitude because they know they don't have a game. They don't look at it like, hey, here's a chance to get better this week. They're like, no, we don't even play this week. I hated buys. Uh, not only that, Ceremon's only played one game, and the thundering herd, this is game four. Off that alone, and their scheduling, I'm taking the thundering herd. Wow. Okay. Chase, remember, we've learned in past episodes, buy is undefeated. That's true. <laughs> that did not help ceremony. I'm telling you right now, too early, way too early. If enthusiasm counts for anything, I think you're about to have a better week, Terry. Can't be any worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have it on good authority that uh, Chase did not leave Las Vegas without contributing to the local economy. So I'm betting that his luck will not extend to this week's high school games, which gives you and I a chance to uh, make up some ground this I week. I noticed the irony in that statement. I'm betting on that Chase. Well, that was good. <laughs> it's like I do it for a living. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll catch up with you again okay. next week. If Chase would have done well in Las Vegas, we probably wouldn't be having this podcast right now. So thank <laughs> God he did. Okay. He'd still be down there. All right. So we're good. Working for the Raiders. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Okay, boys. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do better this week. You're gonna I'm, I'm gonna amaze you this week. And if not, I think we should probably just bring someone else on to do the picks that knows what the hell they're talking about. Yes, picker. Yeah. <laughs> well how'd you you guys aren't doing any better though so i don't feel too bad i'm not for sure okay is chase doing better which was chase last week i was four and one last week but i was okay big guy you had your 15 minutes andy warhol <laughs> called chase the spartans Super. were the only one i lost yeah I just, yeah, yeah. And I could I could yeah. go full Terry here and say we, we I, I should have had it. It was a, it was just a field goal at the end. He might as well count it as a victory. I'm five and zero. Terry, we haven't we haven't brought this up in your segments, but we did in ours. So uh, it was not mentioned that I went to the wrong field on Friday night. <laughs> oh, which one'd you go to? I was supposed to go to Ensenel to see Ensenel play Miramani, and I showed up and there were nothing but geese. The geese were playing the Does football Vincent game. They'll play at night. I thought they play day games. No, they have lights. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. But the um, game is at Miramani? Because, so I felt stupid, but as, no, that's not abnormal. But uh, <laughs> apparently it was the officiating crisis. That association didn't have enough. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, you know what? You're going to get more and more of that. People got to start learning how to be a little more respectful. This is going to be an issue down the road. We've already talked about this. Yeah. 
for yeah. 80 bucks do i want to get yelled at all night no right you can barely get a pizza for that now guys so yeah. <laughs> Sure. All right, we'll see. Things will be better. I'm predicting better, better results. All right, all right, sounds I'm good. To, to believe all right, I'll talk to you guys. Uh, Thanks, coach. See, see you later. Bye, bye. Bye. And now we're going to take a quick timeout for a quick message from Sports Stars Magazine's podcast partner, the California Army National Guard. At some point, your community will be challenged. It could be a flood, forest fire, hurricane, or civil unrest. When it happens, be the one to answer the call. Rescue the stranded. Protect the threatened. Save the injured. Join the National Guard and serve your community when it needs you most. Visit nationalguard.com to find out more. Well, spontaneous combustion achieved. (laughs) Also, I'm going to rent the Lamborghini soon. Uh, maybe you should rent it since you're beating the pants off of us. All right. It's a new week with brand new games and brand new chances for greatness. Here is the slate of games we'll be picking from. Number one, Sarah San Mateo hosts number 15 Central Catholic Modesto on Saturday. Number two, De La Salle Concord hosts number 14 St. Francis Mountain View on Friday. Number 10, Vanden of Fairfield takes on Foothill Pleasanton on Friday. Number 13, Monterey Trail, Elk Grove. Welcome to the rankings, Mustangs. Welcome back. Uh, Hosts Merced on Friday. Oak Ridge of El Dorado Hills hosts Silverton, Oregon on Friday at four as part of the NorCal Honor Bowl doubleheader. Sheldon, Sacramento hosts Akalanis Lafayette on Friday, game I'll be headed to. Christian Brothers, Sacramento takes on Jesuit of Carmichael in Sacramento's famous Holy Bowl matchup on Saturday night at Hughes Stadium. Chase, I'm going to uh, allow you to pick first this week, not only because you're in the lead, but also because you probably lost your kid's college fund over the weekend and you need to feel better about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't we all need to feel better about ourselves, though? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Always. Did you just – did you just – you just sat at home all weekend trying to figure out as many ways you could rub this Vegas trip in. Didn't you? I sat at home all weekend doing more work for your <laughs> publication than I have in my entire life. <laughs> all right. We all need to feel better about ourselves, but if I'm rolling change this weekend, don't judge me. All right. Let's just leave it at that. And speaking of rolling, that's exactly what I'm predicting De La Salle to do to the visiting Lancers this weekend. There's too much motivation on the home sideline to put last week's loss behind them and to avenge the NorCal streak ending loss from a year ago. Plus, these teams already have a common opponent in Monterey Trail. Spartans beat them 36-20 before the Mustangs went on the road and shocked St. Francis 28-7 last week. And there's few safer bets than going with De La Salle after a loss. So give me the Spartans to open this thing up. I would mock you for taking the obvious, but that's where I'm going with my first pick as well. So... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the Spartans lost to Sarah. The Lancers lost to Monterey Trail. Um, St. Francis needed a rally in week one to beat Central Catholic and then only put up seven points last week. So um, I think De La Salle has struggled in both their games this year to an extent. Um, I think they'll be ultra motivated to right the ship and they'll be motivated to get a level of revenge after losing to the Lancers last year. So I'm, uh, I'm taking De La Salle. So uh, I won my honorable pick last week when I took Pittsburgh to be Liberty of Henderson, Nevada. 
I'll see if I can't go two for two this week by taking Oak Ridge to beat Silverton of Oregon. Coach Casey Taylor's Trojans are 2-0 so far and have yet to surrender a point. They topped Kasumas Oaks of Elk Grove and then Vacaville by a combined score of 118 to nothing. Meanwhile, Silverton comes in at 1-0, but with a CalPreps.com power rating compared to that of Vacaville, which I just mentioned was part of the two blowouts already on Casey Taylor's Trojans slate. So that may not bode well for the Foxes. Which I'll add is a solid and very underutilized mascot, Silverton Foxes. Pretty good. It's worth noting that the game is scheduled for a 4 p.m. kickoff, which I'm guessing will be moved back at least a few hours due to heat concerns, if not moved all the way to Saturday. I don't know what Silverton's travel plans are, but I'm guessing that game does not kick off at 4 p.m. But in terms of a pick, I'm going to take Oak Ridge. A couple of things to unpack here. First, uh, I'm not going to let you get away. Uh, you being the elder statesman of our uh, duo here uh, without making a silver fox joke. I thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't let you get away with that. Um, Oak Ridge, Roland. Silverton came down and got a win last year against somebody, if I remember correctly. Um, I could be making that up, though, too. So uh, I will follow you into the cauldron that is the hot hot heat of sacramento uh but this one i will go to saturday where christian brothers and jesuit meet at hughes stadium for the 51st holy bowl Uh, last year jesuit rolled to a 44 to nothing victory and the marauders come in this year at 2-0 after beating st ignatius last week christian brothers had their first setback of the year last week with a 42-14 loss to sheldon We've established this week on Tuesday that Sheldon is one of the top teams in the Sacramento area, but I don't know that a rivalry game against the ground and pound of Jesuit is the way I'd look to get right. Give me the Marauders for the second straight week, since they were one of my only wins last week, and uh, we'll call it my lock. Now it's time for my lock. I'm closing things out by putting that lock on the hottest team in NorCal. Give me the assuredly confident number one Padres to embrace their home crowd and coastal climate and take care of business against Central Catholic. This is not a knock on the Raiders, who I'm sure will play better than they did in losing a lopsided one to St. Mary Stockton last week. But all the same, NorCal football is living in Sarah's world until proven otherwise at this point. So give me the Padres with luck. Saturday afternoon in San Mateo. Get there early for some parking, my friends. Yes. Uh, Okay. I am going to stay in the Sacramento area for my final pick, but I'm going to head a little further south on Highway 99, and I'm actually going to pick the game that I'll be at this week. Uh, There's a reason we got Coach Nixon on the pod this week, and I'm going to roll with the host Sheldon Huskies to get a win against a good Aquilonis squad coming up from the Diablo Valley. Look, Aquilonis has quality wins over San Marin and Bishop O'Dowd, but they are literally driving into an inferno this Friday. It can get hot in Lafayette, no doubt, but it's not South Sacramento hot. And I think Sheldon has the weapons on offense to stay hot. Give me the Huskies to move to 4-0 before moving into what should be a highly anticipated Delta League opener next week on Saturday afternoon at Jesuit. You're fully invested in your Delta League picks this week. I am. All right. Get in where you fit in. All right, that brings us to our our, uh, our challenge round for the week. Uh, two games that we give to each other blind. These I are will... the only picks that I ever get right. 
I wasn't gonna say that, but if you're you're <laughs> if you're willing to put that out there, we'll just we'll let that lie. A man's got to know his own limitations, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be amusing to you because I'm sure you'll be able to give me a, a I'm sure you'll be able to get a dig in after I get done uh, giving this one to you. We're Always. gonna start in the Tri Valley, Elk Grove, who I saw struggle at its opener against Granite Bay. Bounce back with a big win over Davis before losing 40 to 20 at number 12 Mineral Atherton last Friday night. Now the herd thunders into Danville to face the San Ramon Valley squad that had a bye last week after handling Vintage Napa with ease in a 41-7 season opening win. Shout out to the Napa Valley Register, who still publishes box scores, where we learn that SRV quarterback Luke Baker went 16 of 18 passing for two touchdowns and no picks in that win. The Wolves also scored a nine on the Wolves also scored on a 97-yard kick return by senior Nick Rivera. Defensively, Saramone bent but didn't break, though they did give up 275 rushing yards to Vintage. Vintage went on to beat Antioch last week in overtime. And so running the ball is Elk Grove's calling card, which means you got a tough choice here. Uh, let's be clear that this is uh, pick number one, two, three of Delta League. Uh, that's right teams this week for me um we'll also <laughs> point out that you tried to give me this game last week uh because yep. you can't again we're gonna comment you said... on your uh, ability to read a calendar and <laughs> schedule your life um this is a tough one man <laughs> do i think elk grove is going to be able to move the football on the ground yes i do do i know anything about san ramon valley accurately this yet this year probably not um i'm gonna i'll play the home turf card here and i'm gonna go with the wolves to win uh in the friendly confines of danville california all right well i'm gonna take you back to the sac joaquin section for your first challenge game where i have a vacation oriented riddle for you to figure out that's the theme of our week uh Vista Del Lago of Folsom hosts the Placer Hill men on Friday night in what I think could be a sneaky good game. The Eagles are one and two, but the losses are to ranked teams in Manteca and Granite Bay. Placer is three and oh, but two of the wins came by three points or less. So you have the Hillmen who are looking down on you, Chase, from the hill. They are the Hillmen. Then you have Vista Del Lago, which loosely translates to Lake View. Chase. If you're booking an Airbnb with your Vegas winnings, are you a hill man or are you a lake view? I would prefer, I think, I think in, in the, uh, in the context of vacations, I would prefer the, I would prefer the lake view. However, in the context of football, I will be choosing the men of hill, the hill men. Okay. Ground and pound. (laughs) Yes. Costa Alexic fan club. Absolutely. Okay. I like yep. it. All right. I uh all right. Here we go. So we will start this last one with a congratulatory shout out to a friend of the pod, Coach Dave Perry, who picked up the first win of his new job leading Berkeley High. Uh the Yellow Jackets are one and one after defeating American Fremont 39-24 last week. And now they go on the road to another one and one team, American Canyon. The Wolves beat a Rodriguez Fairfield team with a lot of preseason buzz 18 to 12 two weeks ago before losing to Burling game by a single point last week, 20 to 19. If one is to believe the all-knowing algorithm of KylePreps.com, 
American Canyon would be the favorite in this one. The Wolves have a power rating nearly 30 points higher than Berkeley. I tend to think this game is closer than expected. What say you? Oh, are we calling this week three, week four? What the heck are we calling this? <laughs> week three. Week whatever week it three. is. This is the moment that the good listeners in podcast land will understand that you have invoked the computer. <laughs> and you've done it twice. I did, um, yes. I'm actually going to roll with the computer here. Okay. Uh, give me the machines and uh, give me American Canyon. I think Berkeley's still building. Dave Perry will build it and it will come. <laughs> uh, but uh, early in his tenure, still getting some things put together and going on the road uh, in what could be some gnarly Friday traffic heading up to American Canyon. So give me American Canyon. All right. All right. Actually, American Canyon segues nicely because we're about to end with a showdown for the true wine connoisseur. And if you've ever tried to book a room, in in napa valley um then you know that they tried to get you to book in american canyon and call it napa valley <laughs> uh we have vintage of napa hailing from the vine valley league and about as wine forward as you can get hosting the crushers Card- that's right hosting cardinal newman which hails from sonoma county in a friday contest at memorial stadium in napa both teams are one and one let's put your skills as an enophile to the test. Napa Valley is obviously known for its Cabernets. Sonoma County is, of course, known for cabs, Chardonnay, and perhaps some Pinots. <laughs> We're talking about the wine capitals of California, Chase. Raise that pinky and tell me, are you flying with the Cardinals <laughs> or do you just crush a lot? <laughs> oh, my. This is actually... A really interesting matchup because Vacaville, um, Vacaville just got done beating uh, Cardinal Newman last week after after Vacaville itself got shelled by Oak Ridge. So I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to tell much about either of those teams now, Vacaville or Cardinal. Um, I think Cardinal will be a little more motivated uh, after that loss uh, to Vacaville. Vintage though, riding high off that OT win on the road in Antioch. So. This is this is a tough one. I think I'm going to side with Cardinal Newman on this one. All right. So you're a Sonoma County guy. Yes. I guess. Okay. Sonoma <laughs> County bringing with it if you want to expand outside of the uh wine milieu uh you can have Russian River. Correct. Yeah. So Yeah. Good call. All right, so uh, that will do it for this week's pick. On game night, make sure to be locked on the Sports Stars Magazine Twitter page for updates and results. Follow at Sports Stars Mag. Then Saturday morning, be sure to check out SportsStarsMag.com for our coverage of the games. We will post stories throughout the weekend up into Monday even. We build seven Friday night using Anchor, but the show is available on several platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast and Radio Public. If you listen to shows on one of those platforms, search for 7 Friday Night. Please rate and subscribe. Our cover art features photography and designed by yours truly, and our theme music was produced by Dustin Phillips. Let's go. Any final thoughts on your plan to turn this early pick spoon around? Would you like me to look into getting you a Tony Robbins pep talk on Cameo? What are we Ooh, doing? 
I like that. <laughs> I, I do think though that Coach Edson could do those cameos. Like if you put Coach Edson on cameo, he could pump people up. I think that'd be good. I think that's that is possible. I think he yeah. could do that. That may be what I need at this point, uh, because things are not trending in the right direction. I'll be going to uh, visit my tarot card reader this week uh, and hopefully uh, turn this thing around. But uh, outside of that, I don't have any legitimate, tangible ideas for uh, becoming less of a failure <laughs> in, in picks or in geography. You know, maybe I'll go to the right school this week. Who knows? It's all it's all out there. And then maybe you'll go five and zero this week, and you'll come back proclaiming that you know you you uh, you're ready to dominate the world. If I go five and zero this week, uh, you probably won't want to record with me next week. <laughs> Just putting it out there. You'll come in wearing a Delta League sweatshirt, is what you'll come in with. Ooh, I should get one of those. <laughs> All right, we are wrapping this up. We will see everybody again next Tuesday since we don't have a holiday in the way anymore. And since I will actually be in town the whole weekend. So we will see you guys next Tuesday and then again next Thursday for our pick show. And until then, enjoy the games. We'll talk next week. That was some word soup right there. That was good. Damn right it was.